We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Inspired by the presence of Captain Jack Youngblood, playing in pain with his broken leg. A savage Ram defense. They hand it to Steven. Great jump cut. 45 seconds. a whole burst to it. 20. Side steps to tackle. Runs left. 25 still on his feet. 10. 46 yard goal by number 39. Running back, number 29, Eric Dickerson. Johnny Hecker. A high school quarterback is going to throw. The fake is on it. He's got a first down to Stephen Bailey. Mike Jones needs a tackle. And the Rams have won the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Rams Talk Radio with Derek C. Apollo and Michael Stewart. Welcome to Rams Talk Radio. This is Derek C. Apollo. Mike's not here tonight, but Tommy is. Tommy, man alive, just when we were pumped up, just when we were excited, we were loving the Rams' progress, and then Monday night happened. Tommy, it's been 48 hours. How you feeling? Yeah, <laughs> that first game gave, and even the second game gave me some optimism. Like everyone knows, I had this team winning four games. Okay, um, we're one and two now, and the performance of the team on Monday night, in my opinion, lies solely on the coaching staff. Um, I'm very disappointed. At year seven of Sean McVay being the head coach, and I'm not listen. I love Sean. I don't want him to go nowhere. But great leaders and great managers and management in any industry hire great people, which he does. But what he doesn't do is he doesn't let them do their job. Okay, Sean, you are not an offensive coordinator anymore. Stop calling the plays. Learn to delegate. You're the head coach of the football team. 
let your offensive coordinator do his job. He looks nervous out there, constantly unsure at 37 years old after doing this for six full seasons and winning a Super Bowl. He looks nervous. He gets ants in his pants. He wait. He calls timeouts right when the ball's about to be hiked if he doesn't like something. And usually it's unnecessary. I just, I don't understand what, what's going on with him. Why he has ants in his pants so much. Why can't he just... Look, the Baltimore Ravens <laughs> and the Cleveland Browns ran all over the Bengals. Just watch the tape of those two games and do that. And if it doesn't work, then do something else. Okay? But it worked for those two teams. I'm sure the 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 Ravens watched the Browns tape and said, hey, let's just do that. <laughs> worked pretty good, didn't it? And it worked for them, too. It's football, guys. And I think Sean sometimes outsmarts himself. He overthinks what this what it actually takes to do this job. He's he might be too smart for his own good. And he has ants in his pants. You, you see Mike McDaniel over there in Miami, graduated from Yale, brilliant mind. You don't see him stressed out on the sideline. If they're losing or winning, you don't see it. He's cool as a cucumber, dude. You watch him. You watch him on the sidelines, Mike McDaniel. Yeah, but here's here's the thing. Back and just we're talking about this, but these response back to that as well. Wait a minute, Mike McDaniel's never won a Super Bowl. No, no, yeah, and has. every fan's is gonna say that. Every fan is gonna come back with some bullshit like that. Excuse my French, but. It's year seven, dude. Chill. Chill out. You're See, coaching so sure. a bunch of kids. I don't know that it's it it's what you're saying it is. And what okay, I mean what is, is it then? Well, I mean, what, I, I'm going to stress here. Well, well, part I just said, I don't know that it is what you're saying it is. What comes, that does come to mind to me is, is he's incredibly stubborn. Incredibly stubborn. Like this is my game plan. This is what I'm going to do, and and this is what I'm going to this is what I'm going to stay with. Yet, you know, it. What happened on Monday night? This wasn't the case, like, of the Rams and Bengals having this great game. The Bengals just won this game. Okay, no, the Bengals didn't win this game. The Rams lost this game. In particular, that's coaching stuff. I agree with you 100. To run the ball 10 times. That is, that's negligence, man. I, you can't, I can't just say, well, ants and pants. It was a close game. Oh, I wasn't. That was through. one of, that was one of my I'm points. saying this is stubbornness. This is a refusal to, to look at your, you know, it's amazing because we have a baseball podcast talking halos. And on that show, I'm actually very critical of the whole analytics take the angels follow through because the angels just aren't doing analytics well at all. They're not. But on the flip side of it here on our show, I'm arguing, I'm about to argue anyways, use your analytics here because your analytics tell you exactly how bad the Bengals are against the run and where they're bad against the run. And by the way, where their strengths are, which is i.e. their pass rush. So I, you, you, this is not about, 
in my view, Sean McVay growing or not. He needs to grow. This is either pure negligence on his part or stubbornness or both. I don't want to say he's got to answer his pants. That's, in my view, no, no disrespect to you, but in a way, it's, it's letting him off the hook. It's almost like saying, you know, hey, you know, he's got to move on from this. I'm taking a harder line stance for Tommy. This is BS. You've got to grow here. You've got to do what's best for your team. And basically throwing Stafford out there, basically getting himself killed on, on Monday night, is the wrong answer. And now you have Stafford missing throws he should be making because he's got, because Stafford's got to answer his pants now. He's feeling the pressure, and he's trying to get rid of it as fast as he can. We all saw it, and why? Because his, co- his coach left him out the dry. Yeah, and he did it the year we won the Super Bowl. That's why they call it no-win November. They're going five wide against teams that feast on rushing the passer, like the Tennessee Titans. You were there. You were sitting yes, next to I me. I was there sitting okay. right next to you. It's like he purposely does the opposite of what he's supposed to do in certain situations. And what I mean when I say he has ants in his pants is it looks like he's having an anxiety attack on the sideline in year seven. That's concerning to me that you're that rattled as a head coach in year seven. Why are you rattled? Coaching football. Well, I have a couple theories. I have a couple theories, but before we get to that theory, I care where for our sponsors and it's about prize picks. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so prize picks. They are the largest independently-owned defense uh, daily fantasy sports platform in North America, the easiest and most exciting way to DFS. Not Yahoo, not these other places that you like might want to talk about. Nah, it's prize picks. It's just you and the numbers. So instead of battling thousands of our players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than two to six player stats, and you just watch the winnings roll in. All right. And so I'm talking to our guys, and they're telling me it's the most fun they've had, winning up to 25% of their money, 25 times their money. All right. They select two players again, and they just watch it happen. You can turn 10 bucks into 250 with just a few taps. It's simple to play. You can make your own picks. 
and subject to, uh, submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. It's that easy. This week, if I'm going, I'll tell you right now, I'm looking right, I'm looking at the receiving, and there's one bet here I really, really like. Michael Pittman Jr., Colts versus the Rams, 59 and a half yards. I'll ask you, Tommy, is he going over or under? Say that again. Michael Pittman Jr., receiver, Colts against our Rams, over or under, 59 and a half points. 59, sorry, 59 and a half yards. What are you taking? I guess. Under. You're going under? I'm going over. He's playing that well. And I think it's an easy one. So if I'm wrong, we'll find out. That's one. In another game, Tank Dell coming on for the Texans, 44 and a half receiving over under against Pittsburgh. What are you taking? Not over. You're going over? I'm going over too. I like, I like how he played last weekend. TJ Stroud is balling down there in Houston. Get that kid a running game. He's good to go. So there's two of ours right there. Price picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Price picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to even more to provide even more value. So check it out. Check it out. Go to pricepicks.com forward slash Rams talk and use the code Rams talk for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. One more time, go to pricepicks.com forward slash Rams talk and use the code Rams talk. For a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Price picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy, man. I can't talk today, Tommy. I'm so riled up about this game, even 40 hours later, I can't even talk straight. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I, I apologize for spacing out during this segment every episode. And you want to know why? Because we're not allowed to gamble in California. So I really don't care. <laughs> I hate this state. I can't believe we're not allowed to online gamble here, dude. Only four or five in the union can, in the states can gamble right now. My state can, but believe it or not, Prize Picks isn't available in Ohio yet. Yet, so our guys this year are Johnny and and um, are Johnny and Steve. But are you sure? Because Johnny's in California and he's playing and he's allowed to play. Well. That's I just haven't even looked into it because, you know, they tell us we're not allowed to. So I just, you know, I don't even pay attention to that stuff anymore. I'm like, fine. Until the news says I'm allowed to online gamble, I'll pay attention to it. But how is yeah, he allowed no, to do no, it no. here? But you're not allowed, allowed to do it. That It's only sense. available. Oh, no, look, listen, price picks available in 31 states, Washington, D.C., in Canada. And guess what? California is in there. So you should absolutely be playing. Well, then I'll play. Yep. So uh, I stopped online gambling when I was in my 20s. I used to drive to Vegas almost every other weekend and make a killing. But I got out of it a long time ago. Oh, so online gambling when it first came out was really crooked. And I had like $30,000 in my account for BetUS. And, and they stole it from me basically. But. Most of it was winnings. My initial deposit was five hundred bucks, so basically I lost five hundred dollars. But yeah, after that, I didn't didn't trust online gambling anymore. And that was like in two thousand and seven. Uh, well, so yeah. it's maybe it's time to back then. May, yeah, exactly. Maybe it's time to get back into it and put my money where my mouth hey, is. Use our promo code Rams Talk. Rams Talk, baby. That's right. Prize all right. picks. All right. Prizepicks dot com forward slash Rams Talk. So here we are. This game coming up. 
Colts. We're going to preview it on our show on Friday. We just want to make sure we spend some time with you today talking about this Bengals game. Were there any positives in your view from this game? No. Really? No. I, I Man, I'm so disappointed in in repeat offenders. And Sean McVay is a repeat offender. He needs to get together, dude. Or just go home, man. If you don't want to... If you don't want to do this, then don't. But don't come out and, and and insult our intelligence and then have the nerve to come to the podium and insult our intelligence even more by continuing to be a robot and not be a human being and talk to us like a human being when we're at the podium. Six straight years. I watched his pressers for two years. And then I stopped watching them. And then people will share them online and I'll open it real quick and I'll listen to them. I'm like, oh, God, click. Says the same shit you put on repeat, dude. I'm just frustrated with him in general, dude. Like, yeah, Super Bowls or not. Listen, in my industry, nobody cares what you did last year, or the year before, or the year before. Make plan of record, break records, shatter financial records, doesn't matter. What are you going to do now? That's how I'm wired. Uh, so I just, I'm not giving him no more, no more chances, dude. Get it together. Like, stop doing boneheaded stuff. This isn't astrophysics. It's football. Football. Okay. I just think that in the end, I'm beginning to question a few things with him. It's 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 weird because I'm, I'm gonna get. I know Tommy. What's gonna happen? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get some. Or we're gonna get some rough responses here. We're gonna have some people coming at us and saying, "How dare you? You know, he's only this, this, and this, and." The, and listen, if you go back to our old shows, one of the things we said is, hey, man, he's not even 40 yet. He's not even 40 yet. Bill Belichick was 39 when he took on the Browns. I mean, and now he's one of the greatest of all time. His Browns years were definitely forgettable and eventually, you know, figured it out. But, you know, whether you're 31, 40, or 50 as a head coach, you have to grow and evolve. And one of the things we've, we've continually said over the years, okay, he's not 40 yet. He still has room to grow. The problem I'm having now is a couple of years in a row now, after the season, we've had this drama about, well, is he going to leave? Amazon wants him or this is these people want him. And, you know, it's been a longstanding view of mine that he's not long for the Rams. And not because he was going to get fired, but because he had, you know, he had some other potential irons in the fire. I think he but has an end game. Maybe, maybe, but he's not coaching. He's not coaching till he's 70 years old. Like Pete Carroll. He's not going to do it. No, I don't he's see not. that. He's just not that kind of person. I think he has an end game. Okay. He does. He has a, he has a kid who's on the way real quick here. Okay. I mean, he seems like he'd be okay with the, all the money that he has and the money that he can get and hardly working at all to get that money is, dude, you know how tempting that is? If I was in this position, bro, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to take that Amazon money. I'm going to take this money. I'm going to work a couple of days a year and I'm going to kick my feet up. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I would. I, and I- Coaching is exhausting, dude. I coach football. It's exhausting dealing with all these people's personalities and all their BS. It's a lot of work, dude. I get all that, but while you're while you are wearing the headset, you got this job to do. And I'm beginning to think that 
he just simply isn't growing anymore. And it's, it's so crazy that just a couple of weeks ago, you we were saying the exact opposite. They have this game plan against the Seahawks on their first game in the first game of the year. They run the ball 40 times and, and they control everything and they showed us what they're capable of. And then ever since then, they've been slowly going back to what they were before with this whole, you know, this whole, let's just throw the ball around. And it's not sensical. This is football 101. You don't make yourself one-dimensional. You force teams to make you one-dimensional is what you do. The Bengals didn't force the Rams to be one-dimensional. They went there all on their own. And that, to me, again, going back to my original point, is negligence. And it makes you wonder if, you know, if McVeigh simply hit a wall in this job. You know, over the course of years, we've seen coaches hop in there into a, into a situation, and they basically don't get it done. And a great example of this would be Tony Dungy in Tampa Bay. Remember this? He put some really good teams out there, but he never quite took them to the mountaintop. He gets fired, and they bring in Gruden, and they get that Super Bowl. Remember this? Yep. Somebody else had to come in and take them to the mountaintop. As much as we love Sean McVay, I'm starting to wonder if he's hit his peak where he is, and at some point here, it's time to pass on the torch. Now, before anybody says it, please don't think that's what I want. No, neither one of us do. The reason I'm pissed is because I want him as our coach, and I see him being lazy. I, I, I don't know not that putting laziness, in the effort, though. I don't care what it is. If I was his boss, I'd say, get your shit together. Okay, I'm pissed off because he's better than this. He's better than this. I seen the stuff that he did in year one. It was innovative. And slowly but surely, his offenses have gotten less creative. And then week one this year, I see them running the 49ers run game with the gap trap power scheme. Okay. Which Mike LaFleur came from that tree. So does John. Mm -hmm. They're running a completely different scheme all the way around. They're doing all kinds of cool stuff. And I was like, oh my goodness, he did it. And I think he did it because I, he doesn't have a super team now. He can't rely on his super team to carry him when he makes mistakes. So he knew this off season, he had to, be the best version of himself and do things a little bit differently and maybe let his assistant coaches do their job and, and take your hands off the wheel. That's where I saw in week one and even in week two, um, I saw that and I was so happy because he's dude, he's what eight years younger than me. He's a kid, dude. Like I was like, dude, watching him grow over the last six years and then seeing this, um, the first couple of weeks, I was like super proud, dude, like super proud of him. Like, look at this guy. He's starting to loosen up a little bit, let his guys do their job, this and that. And then this week against a, a beat up Joe Burrow, a, a chance to go up, you know, two and one early in the season when, when nobody thought you were going to do anything, you, you coach the worst game in your career. I got nothing to say to that, dude. It's just embarrassing. It I'm is embarrassed. The worst I'm embarrassed. It, it was the, completely the worst game of his career. And it was 
embarrassing to watch you know, for all those times where you, you know, where we've expressed faith that he'll figure this out. That's the part I'm having a hard time with is I no longer fully believe that he's going to figure this out. This loss is on him. And now that said, going back, I believe there are some positives come out of this game. And it, I think it comes from the defense. This defense played very well. Given the situation, I, th- I felt like the defense played very well. I like how t- Higby played as well. He made some nice plays for the, for this team. So I think there's a couple of places where you could say, hey, there's a positive. And quite frankly, playing as bad as they did, they should have been blown out of the field. They, they should have been blown out completely, and they weren't. Part of that, you could say, well, is the Bengals aren't the Bengals yet. Sure, that's fine. But, you know, part was the Rams they did fight and claw defensively to try and keep this thing close, and they did. They managed to. I just don't know how you win many games when your coaching staff puts you in a position to lose. And one last point with that, and I'll, I'll bring it back to you, is you're talking about that presser, and the one thing I'm hearing on that presser, besides is we have to do better, the same kind of crap we always hear, is I never heard him once. And tell me, maybe I missed it because I didn't catch anything. I was busy teaching the class. Um, I didn't, mem- I didn't remember him really mentioning the running game at all or answering that question at all, did he? I didn't watch the whole thing. Like I said, I, 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 he's wore me out. There, there's been no his- quotes online about it. About yeah, him. he's but what he, over the years quoted. he's wore me out. He yeah. just says the same things over and over. He's not, he's not authentic on a microphone, in my opinion. He seems like he's reading from he's a, a script. It's really annoying. He's a politician. Like, yeah, yeah, totally, dude. He could run for president with the BS he tries to feed us all the yeah, time. Not anymore. People are reading through that garbage now. But I, <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> I will say, I will say this, and that is, I don't believe. That in the end, it's going to fly much longer. I've never seen the fan base respond to this the way they did on Monday nights, on Tuesday morning, one. And two, I don't... I was proud. I was proud of them, by the way. What, our fan base? Yeah, for not or kissing some, his some ass. Our fan base. I mean, some, yeah. some fan base, or some parts of our fan base, no disrespect to our people. We love them. But some of them are still being very much apologetic and, and apologetic. And I, I think that's, I think it's a little weak sauce. I mean, be realistic, be honest, because that's how you hold account. That's how you hold people accountable. We've seen coaches fired, players traded, players receipt, pr- released over the years because the fans spoke their minds and actually said, listen, we're not accepting this because in the end, it's our money that's going in their pockets. And sooner or later, just, a fan base and, 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 paying your money. And, yeah, and what's weird about our fan base is it's a nomad fan base. For one, our team has moved cities a ton of times, and we have fans all over the country that come from different walks of life, right? Um, I grew up born and raised in Los Angeles. It's called the City of Champions, okay? Um, we are very impatient over here. We have the Lakers. We have the Dodgers, the Kings, and we don't have time for BS, and we don't have patience for it either. Okay, that's just how we're wired. We're kind of like uh, hippie versions of New Yorkers. Does that make sense? Like we can be laid back in some situations, but when it comes to our sports and if we're passionate about it, we're just like New York. Okay, we don't play. We're not from the Midwest. We're not. We're, we're, we, everything is faster out here. Everyone's angrier out here. All right. 
it's just a different walk of life. And and I'm not going to apologize for where I was raised or how we are. And I'm I'm not going to give the guys in the middle of the country for being different either. We're all different. Let's just respect how each how we all are, right? If you guys want to be apologetic and 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 that's fine. It is what it is. It, I'm not going to argue with you. I, I'm just not interested in it, but I'm going to be me and I'm always going to be me guys. And I appreciate all of you out there that listen to this show for sure. All right. Well, I mean, that's, that's pretty much all I got. I mean, one, make sure people got our point of view on it. Folks, you can follow us on Twitter at talk ranch. You can follow me at DC Paul. You can follow Tommy at Ram Tommy in LA. And Hey, send us your thoughts. Email us at ramps talk 1945. Get us on Twitter at talk Rams again. And uh, we'll talk about it on Friday night show. If you got some thoughts you want to share, if you want to cuss us out a little bit, I don't care. Bring it. Okay. We'll gladly reply and we'll do it classy. I think we'll do it classy. Will we do it classy, Tommy? Yes, man. I'm not going to. Every, you know, when I send out tweets on Twitter and people attack me, uh, a lot of times I try not to even reply because I'm not interested in arguing. We have a completely different point of view. We're not going to change each other's minds. You know, we're not. So why bother? There's nothing wrong with having a different point of view. My the thing I teach my students though is if you're gonna have a different point of view, make sure you can back it up with fact. That's all I'm at. I'm okay. I'm completely okay with that. It's the most of them don't though. They're just coming with emotion, and I'm not gonna do that. I'm not. (laughs) I'll just see your tweet and I'll keep it moving. Yep. Yeah, but I also hey, listen before we go. I just want to say, um, Friday show when we do our preview, um, we're going to be in a much better mood. So we apologize for the anger, but I'm sure a lot of you can understand our frustration, and a lot of you probably feel the same way. And we, we all have the right to feel that way. Okay, we we expect more from this coaching staff, and we deserve better. All of us. I mean, as fans, it's it's kind of weird. Like, fan is short for fanatic. But here's the reality: if you are actually a person who follows the team quite a bit, you're putting money in this team. You're buying their shirts. You're buying their hats. You're buying tickets. You're buying you're buying uh, what's it called Sunday ticket to be able to watch this team. If you're somewhere else in the country, you're putting money into this franchise. And you deserve to have your money matter. That's the bottom line. And this country's in a bad spot right now. So a lot of people are struggling. I know I am. I'm on disability. I lost my job in January. Thankfully, I have disability right now. But my industry's in the toilet. I don't even know if I'll have a job to go to when my disability's up. So we're all feeling it right now, guys. So I ain't spending one dime on this damn team right now um other than watching them on tv i'm gonna go to a couple of games this year but yeah times are tough that's you spending money on right there it's like you will spend you at some point this season you're going to spend a dime on them you're going to put some money in them whether it's even buying a ball cap like if you are you know you're going to get something during the year but there's also something time is money too and people are investing their time into following this team and covering this team and talking about this team because they love this team and in my view, you know, the Rams owe it to their fan base, Super Bowl ring or not, to put to, to put their best foot out there. And you know what? The Rams coaching staff didn't do that on Monday night. And that's the bottom line. Yeah, this is supposed to be my escape from my personal life right now, which is 
financially, you know, having hard times and stuff. And I look forward to game time. It's one of the the times in the week where I, you know, I get excited and then they just made my week worse. I mean, and it's not because they lost. I could take an it's, L, dude. Yeah. It's how they lost, man. It's, Come on. Remember, we talked about expecting the team to go four and 13 ish, you know, four, you know, five and 12, or whatever this year. And honestly, I'm okay with that as long as they grow. And that's not what happened. I mean, I'm not okay with losing. I'm okay with accepting growth because this was going to be a growth year. You've got $75 million in cap, dead cap. You're not competing for a Super Bowl this year. And we all know it. This is all about building for 2024. But you can't build for 2024 if you're not putting your best foot forward to make a win happen out there. No, you're right. Like the people will say, hey, Tommy, why are you so upset if you only predicted them to win four games? Well, because what I've seen so far this year is the youth is a lot better than a lot of us thought they were going to be. And I thought the coaching staff turned the corner and they got me a little excited. And then Sean went back to doing dumb things that he he's done in the past. And that's what, that's what made me mad. It wasn't that they were going to go four and 13. I was prepared for that emotionally. It was that they got me fired up because I saw something differently, not just from the players, but from the coaching staff week one and two. Even though we lost week two, I saw a team that was beating up a Super Bowl contender. Okay? And they had to bring the blitz in the second half, and the Niners never blitz because they don't have to. The best D-line in the league just about. So they don't got a blitz. And they had to blitz against us. Do you know how proud that made me? That they had to start sending Fred Warner? Mm-hmm. That's why I'm mad, dude, because our team is actually yeah. pretty good. And our coaching staff, Sean did boneheaded stuff. So just... He threw Let me it away. reiterate that. Yeah, he, he threw, threw it away, it and we could have we could have been two and one should, right now. They should have won this game. They yeah, they, so, they, um, they they you know we could talk, but the Rams controlled the entire first half. They saw, that was their game. They they were controlling it, and all it took, all it would have taken was just run the football, just yeah. run the football. So that's why I'm all upset, right. guys. It is time for us to go. Follow us on Twitter. Said before, we'll see you Friday night for our preview podcast. Get your prize picks in, and we're out of here. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.